Hearing I ask from the holy races, from Heimdall's sons, both high and low. Thou, so father, the dweller, relate old tales I remember of days long ago. I remember yet the giants of York who gave me bread in the days gone by. Nine worlds I knew, that nine in the tree, with mighty roots beneath the mould. All right. Uh, welcome, everyone. Thank you. Uh, 15 minutes, or almost 20 minutes late in, with while I uh, buggerise around with OBS and Discord and flip-flop between the two. Uh, but we are here, session three, first one. And now, everyone has played in one or the other of the sessions. The first one was our <clears throat> session zero, which uh, also included some uh, role-play to get to the Witchlight Carnival. Um, as well as um, role-playing some sort of snippets from people's backgrounds and things, just trying to tie things together. <clears throat> I might be coughing or clearing my throat a little bit. I've got a lemon honey tea right here. Um, and uh, um, last week, you entered the carnival. I don't know if anyone wants to jump, jump in and, and with any highlights... Um, for, for you I'm looking over oh. at cameras here boy alright alright let's see let's see so carnival comes out of nowhere but the clock but it looks pretty so we enter there's about three of us kind of walking around while the other two go off and kind of you know bugger about themselves but there are a lot of things to do here chief among them let's see there was a ring toss game there was a poetry slam, which, you know, I want to get a certain hair for what we're doing. You know, get that in there as well. Um, there was a staring contest with a Cyclops. Um, didn't go that well. And there's all these other kind of sights and attractions. There's a cool water show. There's a snail race, which, don't let those fool you, is certainly a race. Um, there's also kind of a hall of mirrors. But this is where the intrigue starts picking up. See... There was a person who was proposing to his girlfriend, a whole bunch of things went awry magically and he kind of ran off. But when searching for him, saw a very, a very interesting kind of visage in said Hall of Mirrors. Some kind of like a, like a, like a small girlish figure with a pig mask on. <coughs> kind of whimsy carnival thing. Um, but, you know, toward the middle of the night, there was a big extravaganza at the big top where Mr. Witch and or Light, still learning. Um, kind of comes down as a whole kind of, you know, parade circus, you know, extravaganza, like the word I've already used. And he kind of opened up to the audience. Who wants to come up and kind of show their skills? And, you know, there's a certain, uh, there's a certain elf ranger over here who kept, you know, kind of bugging people to do stuff. So we all went down, put on a little performance, you know, 80% music, 20% physicality. But it impressed the uh, spectators and the MC well enough where we got to go back to the staff area and talk to Mr. Witch and Mr. Light, where intrigue kicked up to 11. Let's see, um, missing things, well they were, I want to say, they were basically saying is, hey, you did good, everything here is fine, you know, don't, don't be assholes and nothing asshole will happen to you. But after we left, their bodyguard went by the name of Thago, <coughs> remember that because that's the old, you know, set for old D&D. Um, he's like, hey, no, there's some shit going on down here, guys. People are missing, things are happening. Vis-a-vis, -vis, 
if you can blackmail them into helping you, you can figure out what's going on. It's a weird securitist like blackmail to help. We're figuring it out on the fly. But then we've met a couple of characters. Um, we met uh, what turned out to be a displacer beast, kind of dumb as a butterfly, that's <laughs> concerning. And then we also seeking the help of, I want to say, another person. Uh, that's, where, that's where memory starts getting a bit fuzzy. Yeah, so we kind of we kind of left off on we need to try to get help from these different individuals to rob and or blackmail the two leaders to make them tell us information so we can help them. It all makes sense. That's right. Yeah. So um, I think they'll they'll require they'll give you a boon. I think one of the there's plenty that um, want to try and. They think there's something up or something going down um, that's uh, causing trouble for the Witchlight Carnival. And um, Mr. Witch and Mr. Light are in deeper than they would like to be or than they should be. That, that was, I think, the bugbear with the pumpkin on his head, helmet. Um, and, uh, yeah, so he had, he had said, oh, there's a few that might be sympathetic to your cause. Um, and thinking like him, but no one will really, you know, want to make a move against the carnival owners and, and no one would really want to. Um, but, uh, if you get crowned, which like, can't, which like monarch, then you're also, um, that they would owe you a boon. So you might get information there. Um, the other thing I think that's ever present is that for all of you, you've, well, most of you um, have some sort of recollection beyond uh, just coming to the carnival. You've been here before and you've lost something. There's something, a piece of you is missing. This is not just, you know, I, I left a toy. Or if it is a toy, it could, could well be. <clears throat> uh, it was something that was just very important to you, you know, your, your blankie or, or something else. But... Um, it's only now that, that the carnival's come and you've gone in there that you feel like, yes, there's something missing and it's uh, almost a piece of me somehow and I, uh, I, uh, I'm not really complete without it. Um, that realisation, not for all of you, um, it's a personal thing, um, but some of you, that's, that's what's going on. Um, but yeah, so there was there was plenty of comments I think throughout the evening so far of people being taken, going missing, and um, uh, yeah, you saw this little girl on the other side of a mirror trying to seem to coax a halfling to step in, and um, she ran off when she saw you. But um, that was in the Hall of Illusions. Uh, there's plenty of other places you haven't been to, and um, it's sort of half after the night. It's um, it's now past midnight. The main big top event has happened, and that that's how you got, got granted audience um, with the Witchlight owners. But now you've you've come back into the main main area. Um, you know, you know the, the main um, what would you call it? I'll, actually, I'll move us in there while we're doing this so that we can. Let's see. Oh, no, you should have that there. But um, uh, Selith and Theo, um, you will also be off duty at this point. And you had met the, part, the, the other characters and um, 
we're going to, uh, I think, agreed two sessions ago, which was you know four hours ago, to come and catch up once you became available. So what I will do is I'm just going back to that that map. And we've so got to be clear, Zalith uh, and uh, other person um, don't know about the shenanigans going on. Um, no, well, you may know of, of um, things going missing. Uh, it's not an uncommon rumour or whisper or so on, but, <coughs> but nothing, nothing beyond that. And so <clears throat> this finds us, I can see, hello, Hawk. You, we're using these red dots to show you how many of your tickets have been clipped. You've got a ticket with eight, eight um, tokens you can use. And hello, Hawk's had three clips. Odin's had two and Galatea's had two as well. Um, and uh, th when you look at Theodore, Oh, great. This, this enormous map has just resolved for me. Um, takes a while. Uh, Theo's got this little, little, little blue light flickering about him from time to time, and, and then it might go out here and there as well. <coughs> so, uh, I guess the next thing is, what do you want to do from here? <coughs> There's a few places you we were. Yeah, I think the last day we had said we were heading towards the Hall of Illusions to try find out more about that pig mask girl or whatever was happening with him. Yes. Okay. So I'm just going to move you back over there. Oh, you. One other thing that you've noticed as well that uh, might not be. Um, apparent to the uh, the others might not realize this <coughs> is the the mood of the carnival changes depending on how much fun people are having and um, there was even a time when someone won a contest that that almost the pitch of the calliope in the background suddenly became more in tune um, the muted colors of some of the flowers and things they just got that just that little bit more vibrant so, yeah, so we're right now, if you look on this map, if you look up in the top corner, I'll draw your attention here with a bit of a shift ping. So we're now, this is an, a time counter, Thacko the Clown, I'm using as a counter here. It's only a couple of hours left of the evening. And you're actually starting to get a little bit hungry. No one's had anything to eat for six hours. Um, and if I draw your attention now down to the other corner, Okay, you can see there's also a, a sliding scale of how much fun everyone's having. And right now, it's, that's why we're having the happy carnival music. Um, is, uh, it's cranked up to 11. Mm. But um, <clears throat> you make your way through uh, Sideshow Alley. And um, there is an opportunity, um, Theodore and Seleth, if you wanted to, you could... Um, uh, have a quick game on the way through, or not? That's that's. Oh well, gosh. Uh, I am feeling mighty hungry. I'll admit, I might want to get some food first. Okay. 
working and working and uh, you know you just can't compete with on an empty stomach okay so um two things you can do is there's just there's food stores around um okay and you can just with one clip of your ticket um get a meal um absolutely although there is also if you wanted to swing past there is a bigger area let's see a feasting orchard up towards the carousel i'll draw your attention there with the shift ping again and you can see the archway there has a knife and fork on it and if you really want really hungry or you want to you know um go and get a, a meal um that would be the place to go uh, do I notice anyone, like, Stelleth is with uh, the people that she met earlier, right? The, all of the travellers and everything? Yes. Uh, can she tell that there's a sense of urgency amongst everyone, or whether people are just kind of, like, meandering, or... Because, yeah. uh, obviously, like, she has just arrived with uh, Theodore, so we wouldn't have uh, known, I suppose, about what everyone's been up to. Yeah, so I assume that... Um... Uh, if you're okay with it, uh, Vlad Spy, you might have your recounting of where we're up to. You might have uh, mentioned that to Celis and Theo, just for simplicity's sake, or unless there's any particular secret you want to keep. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> okay. Yep. All right. So um, assume for, that everyone's had that overview of how the evening's gone so far. Not a... Interesting. I had heard that things had gone missing. Mm. Whew, it seems that there is a mystery afoot. Uh... Very exciting. Oh, maybe I... Mm, do we have enough time for a feast? Probably not. Suppose I'll just go with the, uh, the quick and easy bite. Okay, alright. So, um, you should... You, you can have a go at this now. Um, on your token, you should be able to click it and add a red dot. Yes. Uh, yeah. And if you add a red dot, and, and before you actually click the red dot, you hover over the red dot and just type one, that should put a one on your token. That's why you can add your own, keep track of your own things, what, if you want numbers on there. Do you want to try that and see if you can do that? This will be for Did set. happen? Hmm? Uh, did it, did it happen? Uh, no. On select. Uh, I clicked on. Yeah, click on <coughs> Celeth, and then yep. some dots came up. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, okay, no, so not, not that one. Um, oh. Look at the dot that appears underneath your token. Click on that. Um, sec. The dot underneath your token. When, when you click your token, a whole little library can show up, and you can access it by clicking the one underneath. Oh, yes, yeah. Okay. Yep. And yeah, so you've clicked the red dot, but if you hover over the red dot instead and type one, it'll put a number in there. It just says red. Yeah, but hover yeah. over the, uh, hover over it with your mouse and then just type yeah. one on your keyboard and it should put it onto your token. Yeah, that's it. Cool. Okay. So we can do things like, oh no, you've just deleted yourself. <laughs> we have a launch page. Hang on, you're coming back, or can you control Z? I don't know. Oh. 
There you are, back again. Oh, yeah, okay. I'll stop moving you around and you can take custody of yourself. Um, okay, uh, so, yeah, uh, great, you got it. So we can do things, like I'll, I'll use this for things like exhaustion, if you want to track levels of exhaustion, not that, that that's going to matter right now. <coughs> it might matter if... Um, I don't know, something like, or like days of food or something like that, if it becomes important. Um, and it's good to get your hang of the, of the token management there. Um, but that was for, for everyone, not just for you, which is why we're doing it. I've been doing it, I think, up to now. All right, so you, you've, you've clipped your ticket, had a bit of a bite to eat as you grab a Danish or something as, you, as you're going along. <sighs> And I just want to say Theodore is eating cotton candy Ah, oh, right. You're going to do the same thing? Grab a bite? Yeah, he's okay. eating cotton candy exclusively. Excellent. It's sustenance for fairies. Yes, pure, yeah. absolute sugar. Yeah. Their um, uh, food pyramid is just a pile of sugar. <laughs> um, okay, so eventually you get to the Hall of Illusions. And um, Candlefoot is still out there. I think it was Candlefoot that was on the door. So, um, I want to say Theo is, uh, he's, uh, probably standing on the ground, actually. He said, you guys said something about a pig girl, right? Yes. Someone's going missing and things like that. Yeah, right. Um, when we was in here looking for that other fella, um, Little girl, pig mask, something very disconcerting running around. No one else knows that to be a part of the carnival, so we're just trying to suss that one out to see if it has anything to do with it. And if not, we have to uh, be the monarch here to be able to rob our benefactors, honestly. Hmm. Sounds mischievous. Count me in. Just to clarify, uh... Robbing that leads to helping them in the end. Huh. Right, yes. I, I do admit it's a bit circuitous there, but um, it, they're, they're not being so forthcoming. Um, uh, our uh, short friend here thinks they know a bit more, so we're just trying to see if we can suss out. Uh, well, they do say that you need to tough love people sometimes. Huh. But perhaps this is one of those times. Right, right. I forgot you being under their employ. Uh, not aiming to hurt a rob or anything, just trying to get information. But if it comes to that... Well... No, if it doesn't come to that. But if it does... And uh, Theodore starts walking towards, I guess, the general direction of Hall of Illusions? Yeah, yep, you're... You're at the Hall of Illusions now, let's just assume. You've made okay. it. I suppose if there's a lost child not having fun, people are going missing. That is Connor's for concern. Hmm. Yes, we shall better do some investigating. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Candlefoot, sir, c c can we investigate? We're looking for a missing child. Can we go ahead in? Yeah? Uh, yeah, certainly. Uh, you've. Oh, actually, Candlefoot, right? He's got his voice back. Why, certainly. You've done so much for me this fine day, and I can't thank you enough. You have free entry to the Hall of Illusions at any time that you feel. 
appreciate that. Also, uh, apologies for hitting it earlier, just um, making sure everything was on the level. Well, that's no problem, I understand fully. Mm. So for anyone not here last week, a Candlefoot was someone who had his voice stolen by a Kenku who can't talk. Um, and this party, which is as yet nameless, um, managed to dig out the mystery and return his voice to him. Oh, I'm sure glad he has his voice back. He is such a charmer. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Have a lovely voice, Candlefoot. Uh, Don't you let anyone else steal it now. Um, so you're going to he head inside? I would say so, yeah. Okay. I'm going to give a wide berth to that mannequin that got me the last time. Oh, yes. She still don't feel right. Right. I should mention that, actually. Yeah. Um, <coughs> there was a mannequin. Uh, looked like a bit of a witch type thing, you know, um, uh, pointy hat and long tattered black robes, but a um, young and attractive witch. But uh, um, yeah, there was a bit of a ruckus last time because it uh, caused hideous laughter in someone who was trying to propose to his... Um, lady friend at the time and uh she ju he just thought that she was um rolling around and laughter at the thought of him proposing and he rushed into the hall of illusions uh the party also assisted him and re and prevented him from um going off uh somewhere and um the two were brought back together and reconciled their uh, uh the, and she apologized she had no control and this is the statue of Tasha, apparently. Um, okay. Um, so you go into the Hall of Illusion. Um, if anybody... Uh, oh, Tasha being another name that someone had come up with as a legendary archmage. There's some spells named after her that she apparently invented herself. Another name for Tasha is Igwilv, the Witch Queen. Um, mm. Yeah. Intense. Um, yeah, so you head, you head inside and have a snoop about. Can you roll and uh, We'll have to do a party investigation check, or is someone, is, is someone going to take the Sherlock Holmes and Watson mantle? Uh, I do have proficiency in investigation. But I'm fine with we want to do a party one. Yep. Um, if it's a what I'll, I'll do with a party one is because um, it's not like you, you all you fail if someone else fails, but um, other people can help. But what helpers if you say who's the, who's the Sherlock Holmes? If that's going to be Theodore, Theodore, he he rolls. But anyone else can also roll to help. But if they pass a certain number, then they lower the difficulty for him. Sort of like advantage, but. It means if you're actually not very good, it's better not to try and help. You can muddle things up and disturb the crime scene. Um, so you've got to really think about what... Usually you say, oh, I'll help, I'll help. And you get a sort of chorus of people helping. And they all then trample the crime scene and, and, and muss up the, the clues. I actually like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so you, you need to... Like, same with survival or tracking or anything like that. Um, hunting. 
you know, someone says, hey guys, did you, is that the deer over there? Of course they scare it away. <clears throat> so uh, Sullivan's not going to help. She's just going to be <laughs> complimenting uh, the Hall of Mirrors first about how shiny the mirrors are. Oh, nice one. So, okay. okay. Yes. So then everyone yeah, consults great. their skills in, in um, investigation or maybe leaves it for Theo to do it and, they, and you guys all sort of wander around and see if you can notice anything yourselves. Passive perception matters and passive investigation matters as well. So, okay, so my passive perception is 10 and my passive investigation is 14. Okay. Um, while we're on that, sorry? it'd be good if people... See, I, I can see everybody... I just moved Odin, sorry. I'm just letting you know. Um, I think we did have passive perceptions in your title. So if you could rename oh. yourselves while we're doing this to so say Odin Dash and then whatever your passive perception... Because, of course, if I say, hey, what's your passive perception? That's, you know, going to give the game away that there's something to look for. Um, if you can't, that let me know and I can always, I can do it for you. But um, Okay, so how did you go, Theo? Uh, go ahead and roll. Yeah, yeah. Um, investigation. Um, <clears throat> be willing to help him out. Look at the bed. Okay. All right, so Theo. I see you've got an 18 there, and you've got a 6 with Odin helping out. Um, maybe making it a little bit harder for you, but you've um, cranked an 18 anyway. You're looking at a mirror, and it's reflecting probably another mirror, or maybe from somewhere off, and you do see someone looking at you. I will paste into the chat. Um, let's see. Looks like a girl holding an enormous lollipop. And I'm looking into a mirror, correct? You are. But you realise that you, it's like the whole Bruce Lee thing, right? The, you're looking into a mirror, but it's reflecting what's somewhere else in the room. Mm, gotcha. So you're not looking deep into an in, in individual mirror, if you know what I mean. Gotcha. I'm going to uh, say, uh, while looking at the girl still, I'm going to say, hey guys, uh, is this who we're looking for? You know, kind of beckoning everyone towards me. She's just standing looking at you with her head sort of tilted to one side and she's got a mask of a pig on her face. Oh. Oh. So you must be the pig girl. Mm. Uh, Is it what's your mask? name? Huh? Is it a pig mask you're looking at? Oh, uh, yeah, it's a girl. Well, mm -hmm. Oh, she's much creepier than I thought. Oh, wow, yeah. That's a that <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> she's much creepier than I thought. She's got sort uh, of blue-gray skin and black nails. Yeah. Mm. Um, uh, what's your name? Um, she doesn't answer you. Um and seems to look left and right and, and over her shoulder. 
Can I put my hand on a mirror? Yeah, you put your hand on the mirror and you you it you realize that it's probably another mirror that is reflected in this one. So maybe actually behind she's probably behind you. Okay, uh, <laughs> I'll slowly stand up and I'll look behind me. Do I still see her? Um, yes, there's a mirror behind you and she's in it and she's just looking at your back. Huh. Uh, <laughs> I'll walk over to that one and see if I can actually walk through that mirror. Okay, let's have a look. Um, you put your hand against it and, and, uh, nothing happens. But it's still a mirror though, right? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Your hand, do, 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 you do the whole Marcel Marceau thing, but it's a mirror. It's, it's physical. Yeah. Hmm. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Hmm. Which one is not a mirror at all? Hmm. Uh, I'll start to kind of, I'll use my wings to kind of, uh, fly myself up a little bit. Kind of, how many mirrors do I see here in? Is it just these two or is it like all around? And do I see us in each mirror as well? Um, th there's loads of mirrors everywhere, like all lining the walls, but they're also like in triangles, human size, you know, so tall and narrow. She, um, lowers her lollipop. And then straightens her head. Look, because she had it sort of off to one side, as if she was like just regarding you. She straightens her head, and she does speak to you. She says, "I serve Granny, who made me what I am." Oh, can we meet Granny? Um, she looks over her shoulder. Uh, I look, I try to look behind her. I don't see anybody. I'm assuming. Um, the rest of you are there, by the way, in case you wanted to say something. Um, oh, we can, do we hear her speak? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> Because gracious, that is quite creepy. And not to be rude, eh? Yeah. Um. Selith, she looks at you. I, uh, kind of bolt upright a little bit, uh, say, uh, hello? Uh, uh. She says, you look you look familiar. Oh, well, I, I work here at this carnival, so it's very possible that I uh, served you a meal, or uh, maybe performed for you, or uh, lots of other things. I saw you when you were little, when you were this big. And she holds a hand out. And then she's... Oh. And um, she said, then she sort of gets a bit terse, a little bit terse, sort of set a set jaw for like a better, you know, it looks like she might have, might be about nine year old. 
a human girl, and she says children need to work to keep them out of trouble. The toys aren't going to make to make themselves. Granny doesn't. Where do you make the toys? Granny doesn't like lazy children. Guys, I don't fucking like this. What magic is this? Ah. Who says there's magic? I mean, there is a lot of magic in this carnival. To be clear, Uh, this is a little bit unnerving, though. Okay. Um, I'm just going to jump into um, the cone of silence for a moment with you, Mirella. One minute. Everybody? Okay, Mirella, can you hear me? Oh, yes. Okay. Um, your sibling we spoke about, did you have a name for them? Uh, I, I, I honestly didn't, but let me quickly... Uh... Uh, how about Ithel? Ithel, okay. We'll, we'll just scooch back to the others and uh, we'll pick it up from there. Plan A is break the mirrors, burn the tent down, right? We're back. I'd ask a lady quickly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so... Da, da, da. Yeah, so she says, she looks across at, um, at Selith and says, um, Ithel works hard. And then she sort of looks over her shoulder again, almost fearful, and then she sort of runs, just sprints off. It's almost, you know, she's inside a mirror as far as what you're looking at, um, but she darts off to one side. And so all you then see is... Um, Theo, yourself, reflected back. Do we hear any footsteps? Like, do we hear it, like, echo around us in this hall? Uh, no. No, it was uh, an image, but sort of... Oh, yeah, um, I'll let you... What is your passive perception? Uh, passive perception is only 10. Passive uh, investigation is 14. And insight is also 10. Okay, so passive perception is 10. Anyone else have above 15? I have 15. <coughs> is that Selith? Yes. Okay, so you hear this little childlike feet going pop, 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 off into the distance. Uh, um, I'm imagining that Selith feels a little bit unnerved at the moment. Yeah, uh, Selith has white hair. Um, and so you can't see her blood drain from her face because there's fur, um, but would, uh, visibly be shaken with hearing this name and be sort of, yeah, uh, you, you can describe how you're looking, but it looks visibly shaking, shaken. Uh, yeah. So Salaf is just a little bit quieter than usual. Uh, she's just a bit like kind of withdrawn into herself. She's usually quite cheery and like, uh, loud and rambunctious a little bit, but yeah, she's just a bit kind of like withdrawn now. I think, uh, Theo would fly over and he's going to say, well, you don't seem so cheery. Uh, 
Who's Granny? Or do you not know? I... I... I don't... Uh, not sure. Hmm. But... <clears throat> do kids work here at the carnival? Like, children? I don't think I've seen any. No. No, the kids are all customers. So... Oh, we did have the, um... The child that we're essentially looking for that went lost. Yeah, which I think you returned, didn't you? You found them and brought them back? Oh, yeah, we did, didn't we? Yeah. So, um, there is a place for, um, there's a lost property. But lost property usually means um, kids that have got missed miss from their parents and um, they get taken into the care of Dillagron, the displacer beast. Dillagron's cub had gone missing, them. Yes, Dillagron has mis has lost a cub many years ago, or, you know, years, um, some time ago. That's right. Uh, and Dillagron gave you a, a silver bauble that... Um, her cub star used to love playing with. <coughs> Just max out the volume uh, there for a second. Let's see. Uh, you guys see Theo take out a notebook and an ink pen and he'll start uh, writing. And um, he's just basically yeah. taking notes. Mm. The child suggested that children were hard workers. Do you do you suspect they're collecting children, or she's collecting children for Granny? Maybe she talked to Halfling earlier. Was a child? Oh, yeah. Oh, maybe. Could be a That would be, but I mean, goodness, if she's asking them to come with her. She very well didn't meet, like, seem lost herself. No, she seemed scared. Is this concerned? Hmm. What do you think, uh, Hallowhawk? Other than it being fucking creepy. <laughs> Dan, I'm honestly, that's about what's on my mind right now. This is fucking creepy. <laughs> I mean, you, you saw her, right? And with the intonation, she's kidnapping children or something. What, what, what do we do? I mean, I, I can't walk through a fucking mirror. Is that some weird <coughs> magic shit here at the carnival? Mm. Perhaps we could try and reach her again and she can take us to Granny. Yeah, I'd very much like to know who is this <coughs> Granny. Okay, well, I... Theo, um, your, this little light appears above your head. Um, and uh, flutters down your, your, sits on your shoulder and then flutters down your arm. And it's like um, made of flowing light, so that rather than having elbow joints and things, it just sort of grooves on floppy style with, with um, you know, like a rag doll. <clears throat> so like a wacky, wavy, wavy inflatable arm tube man of light? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, it sort of strolls down your arm and then grabs onto, onto your finger and then lifts up in the air, flying, and basically tries to pull you along and points to the north. Uh, question, do I know what this is or this is just happening? No, this is um, a, a constant 
um, voiceless companion that has been hanging around with you since you've been in the carnival as a witchlight hand. Okay, okay, all right. Um, I will say okay. So apparently, I need to go in this direction. <clears throat> Can follow. Now look at the rest of the group. You're bearing the lead, there, friend. What, what's that? Oh, you know. And I look at Hollowhawk. Creepy face shit. <laughs> but I know this one. Come along. And I start to uh, flutter in the direction uh, that I'm being pulled. Okay. Starting not to like this carnival. <laughs> oh, don't be sad. You'll win another poetry contest. Yeah. Just roll my eyes. Okay, so the rest of you all sort of follow along. Um, there's no need for marching order or anything like that here. We're just showing where you are on the map just so that you can see what's going on. Um, now, you've already been to the gondola swans um, and the staff area and so on, but um, this little light sort of uh, pulls you into the... Oh, actually, there's past the lost property, which you've already been to. And um, <coughs> the, the little light points at the carousel and then nods as if it wants to, you, you get the feeling, it sort of can, can convey to you um, that it, it wants to go and have a ride. And then it also points across at the orchard and sort of rubs its tummy like a clown might, gesturing I'm going to say, <clears throat> Ori, I was in the middle of an investigation. If you were hungry, we could have gotten cotton candy earlier. Anyway, since we're here. Um, uh, let's see. You did see also to your right as you were walking these enormous dragonflies the size of a horse. And so with this wingspan that goes out sort of, you know, 20 or 30 feet hovering on these giant lily pads and people are sort of lining up to have a ride on them I say let's check out the carousel okay and if it is, <coughs> that's what everybody else wants to do it takes us to the mirror how uh, I genuinely don't know um, right I just I, I trust my instincts, and my instincts tell me, and I look back at Ori, well, one, that they're hungry, and uh, two, there could be something at the carousel. I don't think we're going to find anything else in the mirror area. That's my guess. Yeah, you, you are, with your investigation check, and I think with the others sort of just helping, snooping about, you have searched that area in every mirror um. Eh, well, we ain't got too much more to go on, so lead on. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> so you can see that the, the carousel is just that—a a procession of uh, wooden unicorns in this instance, and they stand motionless on a circular wooden platform. Oh, no one's running it? Yeah, there, yeah, there is. Uh, the, I'll show you a handout of the person running it. I say person. Uh, 
Um, she has the standard butterfly wings as a backpack that everyone has. But otherwise, she looks much like a centaur. A little bit different because her skin has also got the pattern of the horse um, colouring, which centaurs wouldn't usually have. It looks a little bit out of, out of the usual. Very uh, distinctive. Yeah. Um, and um, some fair goers have just gotten off. And uh, she's going around checking things and... Um, uh, giving them a bit of a rattle and a, sh and a shake. <coughs> Pardon me. And um, she seems to be reaching down and getting some... Um, and uh, <coughs> she r does something. You don't know whether it's casting a spell or just saying some words or whatnot. But um, these unicorns shake their head manes and sort of creak to life. And she gestures. That's the kind of magic we have here. She gestures at you nice to come magic. forward. Mm. I fly forward. Okay. Elf will uh, hop on a unicorn, just a little bit comforted by the, the joyful magic. Okay. It has. She um, yeah. she looks a bit sad, and she, but she says, "Come, I'll clip your ticket." No, there's no need okay. to be so melancholy about it. She smiles. It's okay. This is going to be great. Hmm. How are you? Are, are you having a good day? Oh, yes, everyone's having a great time, she says. You can I see lean it. into Holohawk, and I'm like, I don't think everyone's having a great time. Can I, uh, can I do an insight check on this person? Yeah, sure. My, my name's Diana. Diana Cloppington. Of course, of course. I've, I've seen you around, of course, Diana. <coughs> right. Uh, yep, how's your insight? Call it out to me. Let's see. That's five, so hopefully... It, oh, wait, I need... Mm. Ah, there we go. How'd you go? Uh, 21. Hey, boom. All right. Um, happy days. Okay, so there's a... She treats you with good humor. There's nothing... No malice or anything. But there is a sadness behind her eyes. Um, it's clear to you that she is not a centaur. Um, and... Uh, but there's no other visible clues or, or things. Um... Is there anything you want to say to her as part of that check? Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, draw her aside a bit and uh, say, Anna, level with me, hand to hand. What's going on with you, Earl? It's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm just a human who made a bad deal. Deal? Who did you make a deal with? <sighs> I went to a hag. They could. They have strong magic, and and I I, I lost my favourite horse. It was I fell off in the in the woods, and and it was missing. I feared for it, and I made a deal with a old lady of the woods, and she a fae a fae lady of the woods. A fae lady, I guess. I guess you could say that. And um, 
Yeah. I made a deal and she said that she promised that she would reunite me with my missing horse. Oh, that sounds about right. Oh. I'm sorry to hear about that, Diana. Mm. She says, um, you seem you're in investigating things yourself. Oh, goodness. <coughs> we just had the most oh, awful experience. Yeah. Have you seen any, any, oh, I don't even know how to describe her, uh, uh, ghoulish creatures around the place? Uh, stringy hair? Like nails, saying creepy stuff, mentioning lost or the, the dead. I may have seen something, and she starts to choke as she tries to tell you something. Oh my goodness! And she sort of reaches into her mouth and pulls out like a one of those puffball funguses. Oh! <coughs> and she says, "Oh, sorry." So, um. um Yes, I think a, a, a child like that has been seen, but that's probably come from the realm of Prismia. And as she, as she says that, she <laughs> again coughs, and all this brown tree, sta tree sap, like phlegm, just um, she, she coughs it up. And she says, uh, sorry, I can't sp There are th some things that mustn't be spoken. She's, then she sort of leans into you conspiratorially and she says, speak to the unicorns. Thank you. I will, thank you. You will need to learn their trust. Okay. So learn their, learn their names. Okay. I'll try and do what I can for you, Diana. And she says, I was just about to do this, but here, this may help. And she gives you a pot of gold paint. Mm-hmm. And, she, and, and there's some, there's some other, other party goers all sort of lining up. And she says, I'm sorry, everyone. Sorry, essential repairs. And she sort of pulls the chain across. The rest of the party are all there. <clears throat> and she says, if you, can, um, if you can talk to the unicorns and, and maybe uh, give them a, um, a touch-up um, with their, their name tags, then they might warm to you and who knows? what you might learn. Thank you. Thank you. You've been so helpful, Diana. Uh, I guess I'll turn around to everyone and, like, explain the situation. Yep. Uh, and just say, when people glow, they trust you. No? You gotta make them glow. And, like, yeah, give yeah. everyone else the paint. Okay. Now, everyone will need to clip to come in here. So, uh, mark yourself up with another, another ticket. And um, sh you, can, you can each um, approach a, um, uh, and have a look at these, um, these unicorns. They look at you with a little bit of disdain, tossing their hair like it's a Weller Balsam ad, you know, they're gonna drive down the highway in, in their, Convertible. 
Um, no. I mean, uh, Thea does not care for unicorns. Yeah. <laughs> A fairy that doesn't care for unicorns, okay? They're assholes. <laughs> think they own the place, think they're better than everybody else. Think they shit rainbows. <laughs> well, they do. And poop, but... and poop butterflies, that's it. Yeah. Um, you, one unicorn, um, and the, the pairs of unicorns, the ones that are on the outside have seen much more of the weather. And so uh, then they've got this name tag um, with gold, and the name is written in gold paint. <coughs> but um, the one on the inside you can see, the one on the outside ne- needs uh, a bit of a touch-up. And um, let's see. Um, the inside of the first one's name is Fortune. Fortune the Unicorn. And uh, is Fortune particularly dilapidated? Um, no, Fortune is um, slightly behind the one that it's paired with, as if, it, as if it's um, letting it go in front. And the one that's in, slightly in the lead of, of Fortune... The name has got four letters, but it starts with B. And you would know from Diana that the the names are somehow related, that they're pairs. Maybe like a buck. A buck is a coin, right? It is, yeah. In some kingdoms. (coughs) The other unicorn's name is Fortune, correct? Yes, it is. Mm. And I'm assuming we have to figure out its name is the overall riddle. Yep. Okay. Um... Gotta have something to do with gold, I guess. Yes. Fortune. You said, and the first letter is B? Yes. Mm. But it's only four letters in total, right? Four in total, yeah. B, space, space, space. We're doing a crossword here in Dungeons & Dragons. Um, I'll let the party roll a group uh, intelligence check. Just to get to see if he can figure out a clue. <laughs> this is just going to be a um, see if everyone. Okay, Ooh, so. Nice. Nat 20. Okay, so we've got a Nat 20 from Hallowhawk. That's kind of just two successes. You see, you put your foot. Oh, shit. Another nat 20 oh. from me. 13 from Odin. That's a good point. Okay. Oh, a nat 1 from Galatea. Nat 20 from Theo. Okay, so the bit where it peaks and troughs. Yeah, it definitely could be back. Oof. Are we waiting for one more? Selith, your oh. intelligence. 
just straight intelligence? Yeah. All right. 18. So I've got two natural 20s and an 18. That's going to cancel out the one, uh, Galatea. And um, not na- saying any names. And Odin, you've uh, got a respectable 13 in there. Anyway, um, you work out that these uh, that one is favouring the other. Fortune is favouring B. The bold. Yes. Oh. I didn't, know, I didn't know if that was like only an American saying <coughs> or not. So I was like, I right. feel like it's bold. Yeah. I thought the saying was favour the brave. So ah, like, right. maybe that's a language difference. Okay, mm. so um, you work out this, this um, let's see. I guess it'd be silly to name a horse bank anyway. And Buck isn't too the common. Um, and... Uh, also, oh, go ahead. Um, this one turns to you. Um, Selith and says, I remember you as a child, you and your brother. As little pups, I guess. What are rabbits called when they're little? Bunnies. Bunnies. Cubs. What is they called? Bunnies. Young rabbit name. Google, Google, boom, boom, boom. Kittens. They're kittens. Kittens. Two little kittens. Yes. Um. I think I remember the older one. Not you. Your your older. The older kitten is um has went with so pig. Uh, uh, who? So pig. That's a, uh, that is an interesting name. Yes. A little, uh, little, wh- what's what's her deal? She's a little ghoul that works for for uh, Scabbath. No, for. Uh, for the hags of Prismere. Ah, uh, Prismere again, huh? And, uh, Prismere, uh, how does that relate to the carnival? Um. Oh, it's just the, um, the Prism, the, um, queen of Prismere is the patron of the carnival. Not the oh. own, not the owner so much, but the patron. Zai Great name. Great name. Did, did it have anything to do with a, a pact? That pact. Oh right, you right. That uh that Thaco person did mention something about a coven taking what it wants for the Ah, yes, that that might be it. Um, People without tickets um, are forfeit something to the to the hags. Oh. Hmm. There's always a price, you know, to be paid. If you don't pay your eight silver pieces. <clears throat> Would one of the costs be giving up your entire self by being kidnapped by these pig-faced people? Yeah. No, I... Th- well, little girl did say that they had to earn themselves and work hard. 
Mm. Uh, do you know anyone named Granny? Well, I guess a hag can sometimes go by Granny, but... <sighs> this is true. Of course, a hag's involved. They're always involved in something. Skebitha. Skebitha is sometimes... Uh, Referred to as Granny Nightshade. Scabitha. The lovely name. She's the one who. She's the one who looks after lost children. Mm. Lost children. Where can we find Scabitha? Oh, she would be in Prismia, no doubt. And, and what if the, the children aren't lost? What if there are people looking for them? What about their families? Well, I don't, this is the hags. They are twist words, they twist deals. Deals, you say? Mm. That's right. Mm. I suppose, you know, children wander. Mm. No. Kind of like that little halfling. Hmm, yeah. Alright, so putting all this together, there's apparently a deal between the witch and light folks back there to stay in business, whatever that means, by having struck a deal with a hag in a different realm, and they can just take what they want. Children to be precise. Mm. Does it now? The, um... Well? Selith, the, the unicorn that you've been talking to, almost as if uh, it sort of starts to sort of do a bit of a shiver and then turns back into wood for now. Uh, I'll, I'll be sure to paint it real nice. Okay. But there's still some others that are a bit, um... Uh, that are in need of some work. If someone else wants to... Do, give one up, touch one up in the meantime... Right, yes, we need to keep solving this hag issue by painting wooden horses Okay. Watch the teeth. All they right. have a nasty bite. Um, let's see. Uh, Vladspire, the pair of unicorns that you're with. Again, one is slightly ahead of the other one. Um, the one that is in front is called Fall, F-A-L-L, not Fall, Fall, as in... Season? Yeah, that's the spelling. And the other one, you can make out the first two letters, five-letter word, P-R. I mean, not, not judging you, good unicorn, but whoever named you Pride is... Themselves. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He's clever. You you get pride in there, and uh, it sort of <laughs> stomps its foot and uh, flubbers it, slips at you, and says, "Why, thank you. Without a name, we are nothing." Isn't that the truth? No, 
certainly. Um... He looks at you. He looks at you, Vlad Sparrow, and says, Have you been here before? I remember a happy young elf skipping through the... laughing gleefully and running through the whole carnival. I think you even might have ridden on my back once upon a time. Really? Um, yeah, I, I think I have before. I don't remember. <coughs> you wouldn't have happened to... Have come in without paying. Uh, if I had that, it must have been how I got in. I <laughs> didn't normally carry money around those times. Mm. Well, I think that one of these hags at the front, what's his name, uh, Bold was talking about, is might have run off with something of yours. Maybe... Your happiness? Uh, uh, um, <coughs> I mean, it's been so long. Uh, I not, can't remember the last time I smiled. Well, you know, it's odd. You said that, well, what makes you happy? Uh, plenty of things. Uh, I mean, I, I felt happy running that snail race, which I hope two of you had the chance to do. Yes, you know, it, um, I feel, uh, Odin feels the same, I'm sure, when he was doing the poetry. He said he liked it, right? It was brilliant. So, you know, it's funny. You always look somber. He gives you the, Colonel, the Captain Holt Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I am absolutely beside myself. <laughs> or something along those lines. Yeah. I just thought you were weird. <laughs> yeah, I thought he had something stuck up his horse. <laughs> all right, well, honestly, all those make me feel great. So, uh, Some folks are just naturally serious. It's, uh, you know, your, your character. Oh, we thought your, your character. Maybe go ahead and, and try to smile. <laughs> uh, this has just been how it's been for as long as I can remember and for a couple seconds like like five seconds I'll just have a stone face right how about that yeah no give it another try right, yeah you know I, think, I, I, yeah. I feel like you're berating me at this point the, I, mean, um, I am making fun of you. I'm not going to lie. I'm enjoying this. The, the unicorn turns... <clears throat> um, pride turns to you, um, uh, Vlad Spire, and... Uh, oh, is, sorry, Hallahawk, and says, I believe that Bevlorna, slack-jawed Lorna, has your smile. What if it's 
What's our, our name? Right, I, I'm sorry, I only caught the second half of that. Slack Can you, jaw. Did you lose your hearing yeah. too? Slack <laughs> jaw. Oh. I may be able to show you. The toad, the toad hag. Have a look in the chat. Gracious. And... Yeah, so this, uh, she says, I think that slack-jawed Lorna has your smile. You know, she lives in Hither. Let me guess, this is another plane of existence. Uh, <coughs> no, no, it's a part of Prismia. Yeah. Prismia's been taken over, you see by the hourglass coven and they've frozen poor Zybilna in time. Terrible. Oh. Maybe this is the coven they were talking about. So this, this definitely solidifies everything. Light and Witch made a pact with the hag and who is part of this coven I must be seeing the children from here. And apparently, your smile. Right, which I'm sure is what we'll Wait, wait, so who froze uh, Zalbina? Is, is she the leader of the coven? Is oh, she, uh... no. She, Zybilna has been... Um, uh, let's see... Yes, the, the, the Hourglass Coven, rumour has it that they seized control of Zybilna's domain and, domain and split it up amongst themselves. So, so the Hourglass people, people they're, they're the hags? Is, is, is that what you're saying? Oh yes, the Hourglass Coven, I think they call themselves. I'll put this, just, in, I'll put this into chat for you, make it a bit... Uh, I'm just a little bit concerned, you know? I mean, I, I've lived here all my life, and I, I thought I was bringing people's smiles, not, not working for folks who were taking them away. It's just a little bit concerning. Um, uh, I... have been doing both. Uh-huh. <coughs> Annoying. That's, that's obviously not on you. There's more going on here. I don't know what to do, uh, uh, Mr. Witch and Mr. Light, and on all the smile capturing and children stealing and everything else, uh, or have they been swindled themselves? It's just, it's just... They've been swindled themselves. Yes. I remember one of them saying that they weren't happy about it, but they couldn't do anything about it. They were losing uh, sale, or something happened that they had to make this pact. It seems like people in the carnival cannot talk about what's going on. But, now that we know, maybe they can. Sometimes, things are like that. Well, you know, I guess some here have lost their things too. Those that work. That's a little interesting. Like the, um, 
Oh. Yeah, many have lost things. I think some have lost memories, and now that we know and we're investigating, it might be important for them that we don't know. Which might be dangerous. Possibly. As you've been talking through this, your um, <clears throat> Katy Perry Carnival Calliope Raw has switched. And just gotten that little bit less chipper. Oh, do you feel that change? Yeah, I can hear it too. It's just like when we entered and the, the, that tree thing was handing off um, the seeds and such. The moon shifts. Um, there's... Go to the lights. There's an, a horse looking expectantly um, at you, Galatea, and looking down at its missing nameplate. Guess I'll walk over there and fix it up. Okay. Um, <coughs> let's see. Try not to patronize him too, huh? <laughs> Look, absolutely indifferent. <laughs> um, the first one's name is Stone. You got that? And the other one has a four-letter word ending in S. Everyone's there, so you don't have to do it yourself. If anyone wants to chip in with ideas. <clears throat> uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, what could this creature's name be? First name is Stone. The first one's name is Stone. The last name is a four-letter word that ends in S. Hmm. I have no idea. I don't either. Neither. <coughs> the fourth lot, um, for what it's worth, I'll just give that to you now. First, uh, first one is stitch, and the second one is a four-letter word with an N as the second last letter. N or M. N finale. Stitch. I'm just gonna write this down on a notepad. Yeah, I'm I'm at a loss for this one. Okay, uh, I'll put it into the chat too. So I'm putting the two pairs. Okay. 
to to do the name? Do we like say it or do we paint it? Uh, paint it onto the fix up the name tag. You fill in the other letters with your gold paint. All right. Um, while you guys try to figure out the stone, here, let me see if I remember this old thing. And I'm going to paint the word nine. <clears throat> okay, so Stitch, you paint nine, and um, the horse looks very appreciative of you. And... Oh, and... Um, uh, the Calliope picks up its tune. Still a bit down, still a bit glum. Um, why, thank you. Uh, of course. Uh, fantastic name. Are you alright? Oh, I'm fine. It's just, um, without a name, you're nothing really. But I, I do have a few moments if you would like to chat. Um, now that I can. No, certainly. Um, the the European <coughs> has been very, uh, very informative. Um, there, there's apparently at least one, maybe multiple, uh, children-like things with pig masks running around. Do you know of anything about this and how to find them? Oh, you would need to go to Prismir, I think. And the way to get to Prismir, the ones who know that, Mr. Witch and Mr. Light. Uh, of course. <laughs> yeah. I imagine they're going to want our help. Let's give us a little leverage. Hmm. <clears throat> Yes, we can hint at the deal that they may or may not have made, and we can offer to get them out. Well, I don't know about, um, uh, what, I don't really know anything about, um, Mr. Witch and Mr. Light, um, it's the travellers that come by, come through and ride me that can tell me things. And what do they tell you? Um... Oh, all about, um, all about the goings-on in Prismia. <clears throat> the three hags have, have their three, three realms, you know, hither, thither, and yon. They all hate each other, so it's said, despite them being, uh, coven mates. Mm. How do these travelers know of Presmia? Well, How we get, do they get there? Um, word travels, and there's even um, um, uh, factotums of the Summer Queen that frequent the, the um, carnival. Oh. Tumblestrom, for instance, in the, um, in the orchard. I can hear her mandolin now. Mmm. The orchard, you say? Yes. <coughs> Looks like your friend mayn't have just been hungry. Well, let's go grab a bite then. 
Excuse me, I can't help thinking. Um, young lady, you didn't happen to have been here before, perhaps? Talking to Galatea. Oh, um, possibly. Hmm. It's hard to miss a, uh, a ledrin. We don't see many. Uh, not all nothing really. I just one. Just I. I remember. See, I think I remember you. Hmm. You don't look familiar. You were very young. It does seem awfully familiar. You may have me. may have forgotten. Possible. Hmm. Start to see a pattern here. <laughs> All right, let's go. What did you lose so we can make fun of you for that? <laughs> you mean? Oh, hey. <laughs> you would, you would, it, you, um, you could not say, but I think you would know because you've, you've now realised from coming to the carnival. Um, then you didn't realise that you had lost something before coming here. And it's just awoken those memories. So that's like with Hallowhawk remembering that, yeah, actually I did have a happy childhood. Um, so you might remember. Oh. Uh, perhaps, hmm, perhaps I have lost something. Mm. When I was a child, I had a, a doll. A doll? A, a doll. Yes, very, very important to young children. Sometimes they form very strong attachments. Returns to you, Hallowhawk, quite knowledgeable amongst the uh, child psychology. Um. <laughs> All right, sure. Yes, that's fair. Oh, when you lose a when you lose a, um, a something like this that's so important to you, something else sometimes can go with it. Like your smile. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, You're a doll than a person, I guess. I think, I, I think there's a uh, a doll. Yeah. If it, if you if if it is a doll that you've lost, it would probably. Be in the hands of Scabatha as well. Hmm. She's called Scabatha. She scabs things. Scabatha Night. <laughs> Scabatha Nightshade. She's definitely on my little list. Of she can fly. She doesn't ride a Pegasus. It's like a flying rocking horse. So interesting and complicated. That is odd that we both have something missing. Ooh, here's a thought. Maybe you both were stolen as children. <gasps> Hello, Hawk. You mentioned the tickets and they had all our names. That can't be a coincidence now. I didn't think it was at the start, but that might be something. 
Is anyone else missing something? <coughs> Everyone looks around at each other, at uh, poor Odin. I suppose it wouldn't make any sense if it was just me and Hallowhawk that lost something. Um, and then, obviously, all of us had a name on a ticket. Yeah, come on, Odin. Tell us, what'd you lose? <laughs> As uh, Theodore floats uncomfortably close. No. Yeah. I think I used to have a hat. No. <laughs> oh, God, it's hat and dolls. Why Hey, hey, hey. Well, we can't pick what we lose. We didn't even know we had lo like, lost it until we got here. Yeah. I guess that's my fault for not carrying on a doll when I traveled as a kid. <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with you? Weird. <sighs> Soulless. Um, okay. Can't help your poor. So, Skabbath and Nightshade. Wow. <laughs> about you the hag you yeah. seek scabatha sleeps in a dollhouse and uh she has a vulnerability she can't remember the first person that she sees when she wakes up interesting mm. that's useful to know that's interesting they say they say that bavlorna is uh, allergic to widdershins I'm sorry, come again? Bavlorna. I'll type it into the chat for you. The, the Bavlorna. Slackjawed Lorna, they call her. That's a flower, right? Well, that must be a Trismated <coughs> thing. I'm not familiar with running Wittishins. Yes, I was thinking the same thing. And I'm from the Fae. I suppose if we go to see Scabatha, remember names hold power. This might come to use for us to not remember the first person you see. See, can't talk today. Well, Ooh. what about you, Theo? What have you lost? Oh, let's see. Yeah, Theo taps his uh, cheek as he's trying to remember. Um, let's see, I have that, I have that, I found that. Uh-huh. Any mm, help, DM? <laughs> um, Theo, you don't recall um, losing anything. Um... You've, you know, you've, um, you know that you're seeking um, information on Zybilna. It's been your like an assigned mission for you. Hmm. So I know, I'm, I know I'm here looking for something. Mm. 
Huh. I genuinely cannot remember. So, uh, something, someone uh, checking in? <coughs> yeah, so um, your mentor is a warlock of the um, uh, Pact of the Fae, the Archfae. And, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, uh, I... and his uh, his archfey patron has he's lost contact with her, and um, he said he wanted you to. Apparently, there's a way to get to her realm through the Witchlight Carnival, and if you could, you know, you're you're not required to obviously resolve any problems or anything, but he just wants to know that she's okay. Ah, okay, yeah, so. <clears throat> I am doing a simple <coughs> wellness check. <laughs> I didn't lose anything. I don't lose anything. <coughs> yep. And um, Odin, while you don't recall having lost anything yourself, um, now that you've had... I'll just turn this music down a little. If it gets too much, let me know. Um, or if it's harder to hear, um, you do remember that, uh, in your youth, you had a lot of trouble talking. So with language difficulties and as if your voice was gone and it's actually quite the opposite than everyone else. It's as if you've, um, been given, um, that you had some sort of dream or vision that uh, fairy godmother came in the night, you know, Pinocchio style. And um, in the morning, you were able to talk. And uh, I guess your um, uh, tribes people at the time would have not... Uh, might have just attributed that to be, oh, that's he's, he's growing up, you know, he's grown out of those uh, juvenile problems. Um, and, uh, that's not the case. You, that you could distinctly remember someone with black robes, black hair, Morticia style, but with a shock of white, um, coming to you, but with a kindly face and saying, oh, poor child. And, um, restoring your voice to you. Okay. Something that you might remember now that you've had um, a it wouldn't have occurred to you as being of any consequence until hearing a description of Zybilna, which actually matches the person that um, uh, this dream that you had. <coughs> I think I remember seeing someone described like Zybilna in a dream before. Mm. Incidentally, actually, I didn't lose anything more. I gained a voice. Mm. Oh, one could say you lost your fairy godmother. Ah, oh, yes. Yeah. And she is now captive. <clears throat> and with that, are uh, these um, unicorns now are all. Um, assume their prideful stance and go back into their sort of solid positions. And Diana comes over and inspects them and says, oh, fabulous, you've done it. <coughs> the weather had um, taken, taken their name, taken so much paint off that um, 
I thought we'd never remember them. Um, can I ask Anna about uh, which of the two hags that we've been told about if uh, they match her the description? Um, uh, the description of Zybilna? Uh, no, if they match the description of um, person who uh, bent her into a horse person. Oh, right, I see. Um, so, whether it's the Bavlorna <coughs> or Gabatha, the people we heard about? Yes, um, uh, the hag matches the sort of, she was like a toad-like creature. Oh, so that Big would be the eyes. first one. Yeah. Uh, yep. Bavlorna. And um, Diana says, "Well, um, thank you very much. I'm, I'm, I'm. There's a, quite a queue forming here." Of, oh, of course. Yeah. Well, very knowledgeable horses, if anything. <clears throat> Where to from here? Yeah, I was just going to say, um, yeah. These horses know a lot. I guess a lot of people say a lot of things on America around. They might not realise that they're listening if they were wooden at the time of being ridden. Indeed. Uh, what was that? But, the Tumblestrom in the orchard, anyway? Uh, the feasting orchard is directly to the north. And you can hear sort of roars of laughter and um, sounds like it's continual Oktoberfest. <laughs> Do you want to head right, it? Well, if anything, that's the person that's around these places <clears throat> and not in another dimension, so. Okay. So do you want to head into the feasting orchard? Yeah, let's go grab a Okay. Julie <coughs> it's not far just a quick quick um let's see do, do, do. feasting orchard okay um yeah so you can hear music and mirth radiating from this park um incredible smells you can um beer mead Pies and baked goods smells waft, wafting through, wafting from the place. <coughs> um, there's fruit trees, so there is an actual orchard, and it's built throughout it. So there's sort of picnic tables and and things, and there's musicians drumming, piping, and everywhere you can see there's uh, revel, signs of revelry. So small groups of people singing and dancing. Um, and it's bustling through the night. You know, it's probably. Oh, I don't know, getting on to um, three in the morning, perhaps. Um, yeah, yeah, you're, you're starting to get a little bit tired. And, um, but, you know, when you're, at, when you're out partying at the, at the fair, the time goes quickly. <clears throat> There's feasting mm. ta- tables laid out all over the place. I could use a drink. 
someone uh, gestures to you and says, come on, come on, we need more. <clears throat> and there's a, few, I, uh, there's a few customers lined up at a bench. We're about to I, st- start the custard the um, custard eclair eating competition. Uh, ooh, Theodore lights up <laughs> custard. Oh yes, I and, love custard. And you can see the table is piled high with um, glazed cupcakes, uh, gla- glazed um, like eclairs. <coughs> Toffee on the outside, and there's they're custard filled. Game is simple. Eat as many as you can within 60 seconds. Uh, I, I look around and I grab Odin's hand. I say, come on, Odin. Let's show him how it's done. And I just literally For drag him against his will. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So, um, Selith, hello, Hawk. Take a... Take a um, seat with the um, uh, and Galatea. Take a seat. Or <clears throat> stand around. You see, there's two. They get their little napkin, tuck it in. Um, there's this huge mountain of uh, of uh, eclairs, <clears throat> and the uh, the master uh, has a clock and says, "On your marks, and go." And um, everyone starts piling this custard cupcakes into their mouth now i don't like custard you, you you've got you've got six okay the first one you bite it actually doesn't taste though like that yellow custard it's actually berry berry flavored so if you like berries you're okay mm-hmm. takes about Is th- sweet oh yes um all right, ex- that's all that extraordinarily <laughs> it takes about three seconds to eat one um, and you can safely eat as many cupcakes as, or what's your con- um, constitution modifiers, Theo and Odin? That's three. Three, okay. All right, so let's go with, let's start with you, Odin. So, gomp, you eat one, gomp, another one, pretty easy, gomp, three, and you're really toughing it out, so you bump, there's another one, there's another one, there's another one, you've, you've, um, you're made of sterner stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you've now had six of these things, and then you want to try for another one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Can you roll a DC ten Constitution saving throw? He eats it, everyone. He eats it. It's just what happens after that that we're figuring out. Eighteen. <laughs> okay. You keep it down, and uh, very good. Uh, I'm gonna go for another one, Odin. That's uh, yes. that's seven now. Yeah, you've done so far. So you're eating your eighth. Okay, go for it. Five. Oh no. Okay. Uh, let's see. You take five custard damage. Lethal. <laughs> 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 yep. I, I, I swallowed, and all of a sudden my cheeks. Get much bigger. I try okay. Yeah, you do. It's all internal. It's all internal. This damage. Um, yep. Now you're feeling a little bit. Oh, do you want to try another one? Surely there's a little bit more room there. No. Nope. Okay. Well, how many hit points are you on? Uh, 
four now. <laughs> okay, all right. So you've now had uh, eight cupcakes, Theo. Eight. Eight. Yes. Yes. So you 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 quickly consume three, no problem. What's your constitution modifier? Two. Okay, so you knock back five. Um, you're going to try for a, a six to try and beat uh, Odin here? Yep. Okay, DC constitution, 10 constitution saving throw. Fifteen. <coughs> hey, okay, so that's you having your sixth. So you now had six. Are you going to have a seventh? Yep. Okay, another DC 10 con saving throw. Fifteen. Okay, you've now had seven. Try for eight, and that will equal Odin. Yep. I want to press the digitate and make it taste absolutely horrendous <laughs> for this next one. <laughs> How'd you go? Hmm? Uh, Eighteen. Eighteen. All right, you have your eighth one down. Mm. I go for. Can I go for another one? Oh yeah, because there's others in this competition. Okay, sweet. I'm going to uh, uh, cast Mage Hand to just start just uh, getting <coughs> as many cupcakes in front of me as I possibly can. Okay. All right, let's rope again. Those oh. Put them away. Not anymore. What was that? <laughs> four. Okay. So what happens is internally you take four points of custard damage. Uh can I still keep going? You can. <laughs> oh, you can keep going. All right. No problem about that. Push through. Right. Another save? Yes, please. But you've now had nine, I believe. Yeah. Ten. Oh, a ten saves. And you've now had ten cupcakes. I'm <clears throat> okay. Ah, uh, eight. Oh, okay. Uh, you take one point of custard damage. <laughs> and you've now had 11, and no one has, has got 11 so far. They'd all... No I want to do one more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> chug, 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 Oh, chug. here it comes. Okay. Oh! Okay, <laughs> okay what's going to happen? How many hit points have you got? I got five hit points Okay, left. here it comes. D8. Four. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. Okay. So you bur he's a little burping, fa burping fairy, but uh, um, the crowd goes wild. The um, uh, Freddie Mercury comes onto the calliope, and um, and much rejoicing was to be had. And for your uh, your your temporary damage. Uh, the, it's temporary damage, the custard damage. So mm -hmm. after a couple of minutes, you re recover all those hit points. <coughs> but um, ho, 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 you fit so many in for such a little one. But as our winner, every, you win a prize. And he pulls out this little cardboard box. Uh, Take a look. And I open it. And inside is a cupcake. Oh. He says, oh, don't eat it now. This is a cupcake. 
of invisibility. Oh. And basically functions as a potion of invisibility. I love it. Cupcake. Yeah, all right, I'm going to add. So I'll just search potion of in, 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 invisibility. And yeah, then just, just you can add potion to your, from D&D Beyond to your equipment. Gotcha. Thank you. And I also <coughs> say thank you. <laughs> uh, does it taste delicious? Thank you. Come again. Oh, yes. Everything here tastes delicious. Yeah, and all the crowd goes crazy again. Backpack. Okay. Got it. And with that, um, we've just gone 10 o'clock. Let's take a 10 minute break, drink, and whatnot. Yep. All right. Cool. You guys okay, so back at 10 past. Okay. See you shortly. Okay. I think that's all of us back then now. Um. Where did we leave off? So you just had a cupcake eating competition. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Theo has won with eleven, not cupcakes. What do we make? What do we make? That Claire's profiteroles. I was what I, what I had in mind is what I was what I was envisaging. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and Theo is the lucky winner of a cupcake of invisibility. And. Um, uh, you can, s- and, um, let's see, yeah, you can, everyone's, seems to be partying, getting towards, in, in deep into their cups, um, it's getting towards the end of the evening. I'm just gonna, let's have a look, uh, scrolling a look at our time, yeah, we can advance the hour. It's gonna be time for the, um, crowning of the, and we the it's not quite um on its sort of full scale happiness right now as it has been earlier in the evening <coughs> but the um the cupcake uh, event pushing through beyond 10 which is a bit tricky seeing as you take damage as you go um where do you want to go from here what's what's the next stage <coughs> mm. Hello, Park. Where do you think we should go? Oh, gods. Well, honestly, I would like to see our uh, two new friends have been off to the winds try their their bardic uh, skills, as it were. But it does seem like it's being the happiest it can be around here gets us closer to which light mm. through whatever means. So. Yes, that did seem to gain us audience with him last time, the poetry slam and such. So you're thinking the more excitement we cause, the more likely we would gain an audience. That's how it looked like, yes. Uh, the previous times that we met with them was not by our own volition, let's say. They invited us in after a... Uh, display as it was <coughs> does seem to be the kind of theme to get in their good graces in an audience Ooh, you know what i think walking across a tightrope would do nicely you did see uh tightrope walkers in fact there was two elvish twins 
on the trapeze in the big top at midnight um, who were incredible. I look at... Hmm. Hmm. I want to say Hallowhawk. Okay. But then Silith hasn't really done too much. I fly over to Silith. You ever thought about walking across the tank rope? I'm not the most dexterous of person. I, I don't know if I can uh, pull it off, so to speak. Oh, that's half the fun. <coughs> I I mean, well, if you can fly, then, you know, what's the big deal? Seeing how none of us are technically human. Well, uh, humanoid, I should say. Oh. I have legs, I have arms, opposable thumbs. Mm. I've had my share of writing today. I don't need more. Um, uh, Galatea and Selith, you both hear someone in the crowd say, Tumblestrum, play us that other one. Which rings a bell. <clears throat> yeah, uh, but um, the course did say, Unicorn, mm -hmm. Unicorn did say, that someone in this orchard knows how to get to Presmia. Fairy, the summer court fairy. Ah, right, yes, uh, a bumble fellow or someone of the sort. So, perhaps we don't even have to go through Mr. Witch and Mr. Light. So, while there's this um, party going on all around you, um... Uh, people singing bad karaoke, um, dancing on the tables, um, some people that are just sort of sleeping on benches or for crawled themselves away into a corner. <clears throat> the people are into their, you know, little nips of port and stuff like that. The, um, the sun will be up in an hour and all of the, um, and the crowning of the witch-like monarch will happen before dawn. And uh, you see this uh, gnome sitting up on a, on a rock. I'll show you a picture just so that you can 
There we go. Oh, cute. And uh, she's, she's, it's not so much she's got a rapt audience all sort of clamoring around her, um, but it's a bit of a quiet corner of the, of the orchard and people are sort of toned it down a bit to hear her or maybe her playing has changed the tone around her so that it's not so raucous. Hmm. Yeah. You heard the name. You heard the name Tumblestrum. <clears throat> uh, well, right, all right. Not all at once. And I'll walk up. Okay. Uh, can Zelif pull out her flute? Okay. And play along? All right. Do you need a roll performance? I will. Jamming, can you do a performance check for me? <laughs> a natural one. The natural one. Okay. Um, so to all of you, it sounds horrible. You can tell. Um, but Eliwick graciously sort of changes her tune to try and... To, you know, if you've, if you've seen Amadeus, when he turns the guy's really bad music in, into something incredible. So she... Um, she sort of tries to, and I'm going to roll, because she might roll badly on her performance too. I oh know, we've got an, an 18 with whatever her pluses are. So um, she's going to try, she's going to, rather than you jamming and trying joining in her, she sort of listens to yours and, okay, I'll match you. Um, oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, but she, she uh, um, sort of nods along to the music and um, Halleck Hawk, as you approach, she says, She's got this sort of knowing look in her eyes, as if she was been expecting you to turn up. I'm looking at the monitor where you are rather than at the camera, but yeah, hello over there. Um, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and she says hello, and, and and sort of she's still sort of slowly plucking away on the on the the lute or whatever it is. Um, but uh, so, what brings you here? You didn't sneak in, did you? Uh, no, no, we... <laughs> we, uh, we're apparently comps tickets for, um, reasons. Um... You're welcome. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you gave us tickets? Yes. Was this you? Um. Yes, I arranged for them. Why? Uh -huh. Yeah. I, I mean, certainly Pe thank you. This has been quite quite nice, but pretense. Oh, I didn't. I. I didn't know. I don't really know why I do these things, but um. I get sort of nudged down the road um, by, I don't know what you would call it, fate or visions, 
prophecies. Some people have these sorts of things and they see the future. And uh, now that I look at you all, I see greatness. Well, <coughs> honestly, couldn't think of a least helpful response. <laughs> Very well. Oh, sorry, he's just so full of cheer and happiness. What he meant to say was thank you. <laughs> and uh, we, we see greatness in you too. I didn't say that. I, I'm saying Okay. <laughs> yes, you can tell we've known each other for a total of six hours. Yes. Um, yes, th thank you all the same. Um, what, what else did your um, soothsaying have uh, in store for us? I honestly don't know. Um, my role in these things is to bring people together. Um, got anything else? Well, maybe I can help. What are you actually trying to do? Like, she just seems to uh, genuinely not have any machinations or designs. Well... <laughs> That's a lot to unpack. Uh, first thing of two things. One, adorable little frog you have there. Second, there's something, uh, for lack of better words, really fucked up going around here. And uh, does does the um, lords does the the hourglass coven mean anything to you? Hags. I disapprove of what they're doing. They need a comeuppance, is what I think. Right. But it yes. It does seem that. Um, ki uh, kidnapping children and robbing... Well, all the... people some more important mm. All the stories from... Uh, um, you know, that children get told at night, tucked in their beds. There's always some sort of... vestige of truth to those stories, so... Um, Children being snatched away, I guess, is a, is a common one, and I wouldn't put it past them. Mm. Maybe, seeing as you're asking about this, maybe this is what the, this is, this is where, this is where um, you're, I'm hoping to, um, as agents of change, can undo, undo some of the, uh, Damage caused by the hourglass coven. And is that why you called all of us here? I didn't. I didn't. I just... Um, it's almost as if uh, sometimes I have these um, <coughs> callings. Some people want to... Just really want to be a dentist. Um, you know, I... I uh, I had these visions of this, of uh, needing to help. And so mm. I, I arranged for these tickets, for these names that I knew were coming, but um, it wasn't up to me to have you all appear together or even travel around together, oddly, but that tends to what happens. 
Well, I have this. I think f- they have promoted. I have this feeling that I'll be singing ballads of your group at some one day. All things going well. <laughs> um, so you you're looking to get to the hags, is it? Or I'm not quite. Prismia. Paralyxia. Paralyxia. Prismia. Prismia. That's that's the one. Ow. Um. They the facto the the proxies of the hags come and go from the hall of illusions. That's that's the way they all get. That's the way they all get in and out. How do they get in and out there? Um, if during daylight you go in there and you say this, um, this, this rhyme into the mirror, um, it should open a portal to get you through. If you're willing. Well, oh, I no, I just I, I wasn't going to go and tell it to you unless you actually wanted it. So, uh, well, uh, well, no, fair, fair, fair my dear. Um, well, to be fair, um, a lot of shit's going around, and I, for one, apparently had something stolen from me. That's a bit more important than a couple other people here. Yeah. Um, I'd be lying if I was saying I wouldn't be slightly interested in uh, rectifying that. Okay, so um, after the at dawn, after the crowning of the Witchlight Monarch, um, if you can get in there on your way out, um, you'll have to get in good with um, with uh, Candlefoot. Um, he he guards the door to it. Um, but if you can get him to let you in, um, let's see. And and he tells you, whispers to you a um, a poem. We sure love their poems around here. They do. Didn't know. Didn't know. <laughs> it must be fish. We have a master poem. Great. <laughs> okay. Um, I can po- I can post the the poem in there. I'm actually searching for it. But um, aside from all that, though, he tells it to you, and um, uh, she she tells it to you, and you need to go in front of a hall of illusion mirror and and say the the um, the poem in daylight hours. Interesting point of that, and I will uh, turn to face um, uh, Odin and um, sell it. There we go. I have a brain. <laughs> so, what's incumbent on staying after what I would imagine is closing hours? There any sort of uh, uh, security danger of that? L. Blah blah blah. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, Seleth would know that, um, 
the witch light hands are responsible for rounding all the customers up and ushering them out. Uh, so I suppose what Odin and I could do is pretend to usher you out, but usher you in with us to the Hall of Paris. Hmm. But our plan's a plan. <coughs> well, it honestly it does make me feel a little bit better than um, pretty much forcing the hand of your employers. But that's right. I think it was uh, Burley who suggested trying to steal something from each of them and hold them sort of ransom to tr- get them to let you go or something. Yeah, and more risky. Well, there's reward, there's risk. Besides, uh, like we were saying earlier, this is a, a kind of a tough love situation, you know? <coughs> we we got to gotta bend the rules to help the folks. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get in uh, fr- from the whole of Paris, and, uh, uh, you, you know, we'll, we'll do our best, and... Uh, Hopefully, hopefully we can resolve all this situation and uh, uh, bring the light and the life and the love back to the carnival. Okay. Uh, like the attitude. So dear, um, turning back to Ellie. So, um, what, what, what else is in that very, um, vague and circuitous head of yours? It, what what else is in that? What in the what? Sorry. So regarding our possible um, headway into Prismaia, what else do you know about all this? Um. Let's have a look. Yeah, something tells me going into a different plane where I'm sure the Fae president is strong is going to be quite tumultuous. She says, Give, I think we're all here um, and are where we need to be. <laughs> Again, extremely unhelpful as the last one was. Um, she says, I sometimes visit the Summer Queen and I will uh, pass on that I have assisted a group to go and investigate the trials of Zybilna. The Summer Queen will be most distressed to hear of her fate at the hands of the Hourglass Coven. Well, I guess we just wait until it's closing time. Well, it is pretty much now. Like, if you if we look on your 
thing was one hour before when you're at the carousel and you've actually spent this last hour at the um, <coughs> at the um, feasting orchard so um, you can hear some you know trumpets and fanfare and so on and people sort of get up and start moving um, off talking about the um, the the monarch okay. <clears throat> so I'll look at Silith uh, and Odin yep well, we will be following your lead. Okay. So you you sort of make your way. Oh, you you would have seen some of these before, Selith and Odin. And um, let's see. Um, people all uh, start making their way to the big top. <clears throat> And uh, everyone comes in and takes their seats. Um, uh, Dilagron, the Displacer Beast. I don't. Some of you may not have seen Dilagron, so I will. Let's see. I can post that, but yeah, so, so Dilligorns is a displacer beast, but um, with uh, the two tentacles have butterfly wings attached to them, strapped on. It looks like a flying butterfly winged displacer beast, but incredibly powerful and still retaining uh, a, a air of nobility. <clears throat> so Dilligorn escorts Mr. Witch and um, uh, Mr. Witch and Delagorn stand on the sidelines next to some other characters you've actually met, uh, Candlefoot, um, as Mr. Light gives an opening speech. Uh, Candlefoot, the, um, the clown, oh sorry, the, the mime is holding a, a hat box. Let's see. Um, Mr. Light, she, he comes up. Now, Mr. Light is the spindly one, the more um, vivacious. And he holds up this scepter made of four butterfly wings that slowly spin. <clears throat> um, from all of you, you've had a, I'm sure you've all had a marvellous time. And as you probably noted, as you may have realised, the more... Uh, frivolity and enjoyment that you have aroused in those around you um, is how you are, is our means of selection of our witch, light, monarch. Ah! Everyone goes crazy. Um, and everyone's all looking around. Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Um, now, you know that this started out a bit average, dropped a little bit, and then it went up. Up in the poetry competition, up in the um, speed racing snails, um, the staring, 
the uh, even with the ponies, uh, the the um, what they called the um, the eating competition. Yeah, yeah. And he. And this sort of golden ribbon starts to sort of snake out from his his vein. <coughs> he exudes cheerfulness, uh-huh. and um, this vein sort of snakes through the crowd as if it's sort of like a snake sort of sniffing its way out. And it seems to. Go to the hat box, do a couple of circles of it, um, and you can hear this um, music. It's like um, uh, minst- uh, uh, mandolin type music. Let's see. And finally. <coughs> The, um, the vein comes around and it seems to start to flutter and it comes over to where your group is sitting and it seems to flutter down and much to his disgust, maybe, this um, ribbon starts to drape down all, and flutter down over Hello Hawk's shoulders. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. And, um, well, it looks like you might not you might not be uh, experiencing it yourself, given your state. Um, uh, in sort of single instances of um, of uh, contributing to it, somehow the the ribbon has selected, and Mister Light goes, "Oh, he looks very surprised. Why so glum? We have ourselves a new monarch." And everyone. And they go over to this um, to this box and open it up, and there's a crown in there, and they gesture you down, Hello Hawk, to come to the to the central stage. Oof, all right, bit of trepidation, but I will I will approach. Okay, and um, Mr. Witch um, holds it out and crowns you the monarch, Witchlight Monarch, for this evening. And uh, he gives you a deepest bow and says, and um, the butterfly wings that you're still wearing, they, you feel something in your back and uh, it feels like they're attaching. And you find that looking over you, you sort of stretch your shoulders and as you move your shoulders, these two wings start to flap. And, and um, Hello Hawk sort of lifts off the ground. Woof, 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 woof. <sighs> um, as the crowd uh, cheers their new king. Um, and uh, you find that these, these wings can, yeah, you can, you can, you can fly. Um, now, he says, uh, now this is a this is just a taste of the charm of the of the monarch, 
it's not it doesn't last forever but um if you if you wish the wings to sprout and, and they start to sort of fade from that point um you will sprout your wings again and you can do so up to three times and um it looks as if uh, to the rest of you the rest of the party um there's some sort of sparkly colors in the air above Hallowhawk. And, you know, there's clearly some sort of illusion going on. And, um, <coughs> uh, Hallahawk, you can make your way back to your friends. All right, I will do so by flying over. All right. Okay, so you fly over. I'm just going to paste this into the chat for you so you know what's going on here. He must feel so special now that he can fly. <laughs> I believe that he could touch the sky. Yeah. Icarus comes to mind. Um, okay. So th this charm is it's like having three potions of flight, effectively. But, you know, it's that's... That's um, downplaying it, of course. What you, you invoke the 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 monarch charm. Um, okay, and they say, and with that, tonight the night evening's festivities are concluded, and we thank you all for making your way to the exits. And do come again, and. Um, uh, then people start to stand up and sort of do the sideways shuffle. Um, some people sort of race up and try to get out to get to their car quicker. Um, and what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and others are sort of lingering and, and which light hands come along. So come on, come on. We, we must be up before dawn. Uh, I'll start following suit if that's okay and be like, come on, come on. Like, no. Okay. Come so, on, come on. So you're actually ushering the other three. Yeah, but to the, towards the mirrors instead of like out. Okay. Um, Odin and Selith, are you both doing this? Yep. Okay. Um, one of you can do a performance check with advantage. Uh, well, uh, you have to performance? Uh, wait, up to like, you have to take your heart? Yeah, I've got plus three, so hopefully. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, natural 20. Ooh, ooh. Nat 20. Okay, <clears throat> you get, no eyebrow is raised. You look like you've, you're being very forceful in, in directing these uh, recalcitrant party goers to the exit um and just you... making us take the long way around geez yeah all yep. right all right no need to push on the monarch you know yeah and uh you find yourselves at the hall of illusions candlefoot's not there well, let's wait it out <coughs> oh there's no one at there's no one at the door at all at this stage oh you can't get in What do you want to do? So 
door. Are we able to like unlock the door and? Uh, oh, there's no door. Hide? It's just like a tent flap sort of thing. Okay, so we can kind of hide in there. Yeah. Wait for people. Yep. Yep. We're so wait till it's bright, and then we can try to hide. Yep. So you you dart in, <coughs> and no one comes in for the, um, you know, over the next twenty minutes or so. Hmm. All right, so we just have to wait until uh, dawn breaks, correct? Yep. Yeah, we're not as short, but okay. You're, you're in you're indoors, but you're you're you would be pretty <coughs> certain that any time now that it'll be before dawn. Sorry, after dawn. All right. Well, I guess if anything, uh, before we start, um. Theodore, what was the which of all these hundreds of of all these mirrors did you see that individual in? Mm, the one she stood in front of. And I smile. <laughs> okay. uh, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, wasn't paying attention to the exact mirror. Mm, I'm sure I could find it again. I have to go look and see. But yeah. Okay, so um, Theo, you go over to the mirror. Yes. And I've posted into the chat the poem. Ah. Oh, I already know it. <laughs> so do I do I need to say it, or can anyone say it? You don't. I don't think Tumblestrum said. Well, don't okay. you're, you're the one who saw it earlier. All right, all right, Have we lost you, Theo? Theo, speak your monarch commander. <laughs> Sorry, I was communicating with my patron, my three cats. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Sorry, and I read that whole rhyme for like nothing. Okay, all right. Um, did you? So just read the, the poem, or do you want me to read the other stuff? No, just the poem. Okay. Or the riddle. The riddle. Or the la last two lines. <coughs> Hither, thither, here, there, wander, yonder, show me where. And as you do, mist swells in the mirror, blotting out your reflection. All around where that swirling is, there's still reflective surface of the mirror. But beyond, it's a murky green mist. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, mm, Hollow the Hawk. 
Oh, come, come here a second. <laughs> I grab his hand and I say, well, come on. <laughs> and I drag him in. Is the, is the hand All right. Okay, so as Theo um, flies towards this thing, as soon as he touches it, um, he seems to be sort of sucked into it. And he's gone. I guess I'll hop in too. Okay. Hallahawk sort of so pulled in uh, sort of willingly but begrudgingly and Selith boing boing Galatea and oh, Odin. <laughs> oh, okay. He's like, has it? He's like, just right. Put like the fingertip in. <laughs> yeah. It's starting, it's starting to swirl like a, a whirlpool as the water runs out of the bath and getting smaller and smaller and smaller. So you just stick, your finger, stick your finger in and you get pulled in. Um, okay. At that point, two things happen. Firstly, you find yourself in a fairly cool environment, uh, fairly humid. It's twilight sky above rather than dawn. There are stars above you when you're on a causeway. Looking down at your feet, there is moss between the cracks in cobblestones. You seem to be high off the ground on what might be a large archway. I'm gonna move us to another map. <coughs> oh. This guy's got a lot more bleak. <laughs> Lovely. Lovely. And, yeah, so you're on what looks like an archway, but it's... And looking down, all you can see is mist, but you can smell that sort of swampy sort of smell that you might have smelt before if you've ever been in wetlands. Um, and there's fog thick fog covering the ground beneath you every now and then there's a small hill or a tree poking up through the mist where you are you can see off into the distance there's an there's a break and then there's another section of, of archway telling you that maybe once upon a time this was some sort of raised causeway but no more the other thing that happens apart from those experiences um, let's see the parts, yeah, pale stones, they, they glow faintly, so you could, you would spot them from a distance, um, fog shrouded swamps spread out in all directions, it's murk sort of wafts up the smell of rotting plants, um, and you can hear the sound, the music of nature, this discordant, Singing birds, croaking frogs, buzzing insects. Mm. 
Um, the other th- the, the other thing that you feel is uh, incredibly tired. It's dawn and you've just been active and, you know, intensely doing stuff uh, all day to get here and then now all night and it's eight in the morning. You're sorely in need of a, uh, of a rest, of a sleep. Perhaps we should take one. Rest. Theo, uh, Theo and his actual player character, Jan. <laughs> yeah. That would not be such a bad idea. Yeah. Okay. Now you do have your gear, you've been lugging gear around with you all, all this time but pretty much ignoring it and putting it down between events. But you do have your pack and food and water skins and stuff like that, stuff that you would have needed for the, for the days of wilderness travel to get here or road travel without inns. So if you wanted to roll out your blankets or sleeping rugs or whatever it is that you've got, everyone's got something. Well, as long as we're all uh, comfortable with bedding down after immediately being shunted to a new plane of existence, (laughs) sure. That sounds like you'll take fresh watch. (laughs) (sighs) Well, it's been a long night, I do suppose. (laughs) Okay, so... um... You, you managed to get sleep, and the first thing you notice while doing these watches is the twilight never changes. So the sun never rises, and it all, it's this perpetual twilight. The stars are out, but it's not quite fully dark. Um, so you can see a long distance. Um, the problem is probably more the mist. Now with that, you also all go up to second level. Yeah! Do we go ahead and do that now? Yeah, yeah, whenever you're whenever you're ready. Yeah. You recover a long rest, so getting whatever spell slots or other things that you might Ooh, I get an invocation. Replenish. Alright, how do you it's probably already been clarified, but I've forgotten probably. That's alright. How do you, how do how do HP work? You're on. Ah, just, just no, just you use the average that's in the player's handbook, nah, right. and apply your constitution bonus. <coughs> so we're not rolling for hit points or for um, ability scores. Just a bit boring, but it's also a leveler, universal leveler. Um, yeah, so easy to. In D&D Beyond, you can tick that in your thing to say um, average hit points. And the other thing you can do in your tokens, um, if you click on your token, the green box is your hit points. And you should, if you click on the cog, you know, down the bottom left, in the green bar one, change both the numbers to be what your new maximum is. And um, that way, 
when you can always heal yourself back up to full and the bar will go down accordingly, proportionately as you take damage. <coughs> and if you're not familiar with Roll20, whenever you take damage, you just click in that green button and it comes up and you can just type in minus 10, minus five, whatever, as you take damage or plus if you, and just apply the healing straight in. Okay. Now it's 11 o'clock. What do you want to do? I'm, I'm easy. If you wanted to do anything here or if you want to, this is also a, a jump off point. Um, I'll be honest, I, I probably um, would like to sleep in a little bit um, just because my arm is yep. in pain. Yep. Um, I can't keep playing for a little, a little well, bit longer, but probably not like an hour. Okay, well, let's... Um, I'm much the same, and it's been... What is it, eight? Nine... Yeah, I was going to say the same. We're, we're an hour ahead too, so we don't mind doing a little bit longer, but yeah, kind of, yep. kind of the same. Yeah, well. no, let's do that. So, um, yeah, we're in a good good spot. So we're kicking off at second level. You are in mm -hmm. um, Prismere somewhere, but it seems to be all swamp. Um, you can hear loads of creatures, as I've described, you can hear loads of swamp-type creatures. Um, the whole place is alive, and... Um, uh, you're, you know, quite high up off the ground um, on a broken piece of, of, of uh, causeway with arches and things. And, and we'll pick it up next week from there. Alrighty. Next week or the week? Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Week. Yeah, next, next, fortnight. Uh, next fortnight. Awesome. Yeah, gotcha. Alright, guys, we're about to... <laughs> It's about to get serious. Yeah, yeah, we're into it. We're into it. Uh, yeah. All right, I've got a closing song, which is not so much the the Viking Edda that we started out with today. This is a bit more chipper. Please don't make me go to sleep. The drinkers will be watching David Trumpet's music. Tickle my toes and tie my hair and not to my All right. Uh, compliments of one of the kids, a fairy. <laughs> Tringer is what they're talking about. Tringers are little elemental things. Um, okay, thanks very much, everyone. I'm looking over at the th things here, but um, uh, while the carnival's good, um, now we get to see some serious action. Looking forward to it. And I've, I put a teaser up if you look behind my head here. So there's the the hand out there, but uh, oh, okay, yep. So um, <coughs> we'll um, I look forward to the next fortnight. Yeah, sounds good. All right. Not to, see the, not to see the carnival wasn't fun, but we're in it now. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's always like you always got to like get the session zero, one, two, and possibly three. Like getting to know each other, you know, the bonding stuff, having a little bit of fun. That cupcake thing, I, I really enjoyed it. That was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Especially when someone tried to make me throw up. Hey. Odin. <laughs> um, but yeah, like now, we're, we're really in it. We're about to start playing. <laughs> so uh, I look forward to it, guys. It's gonna be and good. I should have a freaking webcam next time. So cool. I can actually see you. Well, there's a... There's a You've got real estate. Camarilla. 
that's <clears throat> no, fine. You go. Oh, just going to say, you, you, uh, Nick, you've got real estate already pegged out on the screen there. It's been blank <laughs> and waiting for you. Yay. <laughs> and uh, hello, Hawk. Uh, just before we go, you use a glaive, is that right? That is correct. Here's one I have handy. All right, that is what it is. Like. That's nice. That's it. Nice. Nice. I am. I am ready to see what we all can do. I wonder what spells and other little tricks everybody else has. Yeah. So. You, you'll you'll be surprised what my barbarian does. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Peace and tranquility. <laughs> Good night, guys. All right. We'll see, see you next ya. time. <laughs>